Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of The Men Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, we're only a couple of days away from the midterms. Oh, my head is going to explode. <laughs> seriously, I can't handle this. Dude, I've been... I don't have, I don't have the same feeling of dread that I had in 2016. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. I, just complete, I, thought, I thought Clinton was going to win in 2016. I was like, we're well, cruising. No, dude, I'm, I feel I'm such dread. I don't know. I was reading this article in the Times this morning. About how the failing, the failing New York Times, the failing New York Times, and it basically it's like an it's like an evergreen headline. Uh, yeah. GOP tactics amplifying theme of us versus them. I mean, like, what's new New York Times? But but if you read the article, it's about the GOP, like not super PACs, not shadowy dark money right. groups. No, the GOP, the Chamber of Commerce, going straight up alt right. Like stoking stoking racial fears, dude, there's, fears there's, of immigrants. There's there's the RNC sponsored uh, ads running in southern Minnesota. This this district that's been held by a Democrat, all about caravans. Just the caravans. They're I, they're gonna. Be, you know how far southern Minnesota is. Yeah, I don't think the caravan is gonna get to southern Minnesota. <laughs> these, this is the thing. It's all these people freaking out about immigrants in places where there are no immigrants. So they don't know well, anything. It's these like, and there's no the caravan is nothing. Right. This is like a nothing. So the the crazy <laughs> thing. This is how straight up alt right the the I, I should the say neo Nazi. We don't like alt right. Straight up <laughs> neo Nazi. The GOP has gone on this one. Is that the Republican candidate had previously kind of been disavowed by the Republican Party because of his quote-unquote insensitive remarks about on racial issues and other uh-huh. groups and now they're completely embracing the guy and pouring money into the into the race i, I wonder what an what the gop considers an insensitive <laughs> right. remark he probably dropped the n bomb like seven times right, exactly so, because well, he could be a little bit more sensitive yeah i mean how about <laughs> just a coded racial dog whistle rather oh than straight up n-word Oh my lord! But you know, I have to tell you, there's this has been obviously a very challenging week in the wake of the sh- the shootings in the synagogue yeah. in Pittsburgh and the elections coming up, and just everybody is you know we're on edge and we're right. hyped up, and it's just it's crazy. But I'll tell you, there's one thing that I have seen over and over again in social media that is driving me <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Bonkers. It's really Bonkers. You, you have brought this up. <laughs> every phone call, every text, every email. I like email you like, hey man, do me a favor, can you just read this paragraph that I wrote? And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, but can we talk about this issue? Go. I yeah, want you to can we talk about Louis Farrakhan? <laughs> <laughs> Louis Farrakhan and anti Semitism. Because bananas bonkers. It really is because anytime somebody tries to talk about the shooting in Pittsburgh and the rise in anti-Semitism. We get this false equivalency, the whataboutism <laughs> that is just driving me crazy. It's like, well, you know, if we're going to talk about anti-Semitism, let's start with Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> right, because Louis Farrakhan, I think we talked about this last week too, but Louis Farrakhan has so much power and influence. <laughs> and, like and exactly zero. 
It's, seriously. And it's like, well, the left needs to distance itself from Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> uh, last time I checked, Louis Farrakhan is not in, on the left. <laughs> He's not of the left. Are we supposed to, to think that because... Tamika Mallory supports Louis Farrakhan for, you know, whatever personal reasons or stupid reasons she has, that everybody on the left needs to say, Louis Farrakhan is a bad dude. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear that, that Louis Farrakhan is an anti-Semite, but how many, you know, what's his constituency? Is he an elected official? Right. No, he's the, the leader of a fringe religious group in Chicago. Did I ever tell you this story how I tried to buy the call? You did? <laughs> I, was stand, I was probably like 24 years old, 25 years old. I was standing on a street corner in D.C. I was waiting to meet a friend. And, and you were bored. And, and so, so there was a guy there you know, with his bow tie and his suit, and he was selling the call. It was a dollar. So, so I pulled out a dollar, and I was like, can I, I'd like a copy, please. And he just he ignored me. He wouldn't. Really? Yeah, I was like, "Hey, I'd like a, I'd like a copy, please." And he's just looking past me, and so I was That's like, really "Hey, you weird. won't take my dollar." That's really weird because you know that the people who sell those have quotas that they have to meet. No, he he only wanted to sell it to black people. Wow, I thought money was green, man. <laughs> I was like, I failed at buying the call. So you don't even know what's in there. So how can you denounce something you don't even know? Well, here's the thing about it. This is the thing. Farrakhan, anti-Semite, Jew hater, without a doubt. What is the size yeah. of his constituency? Yeah, again, it's not... It's, it's a few thousand so he can, people. He can, he can fill up the... What is it in Chicago? Is it called the United Center or something? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think... Okay, so 16,000 no, people. No, United Center? No. Is that in Chicago? I don't I know. Don't whatever it's so. called. Wherever... Yeah. Wherever, yeah. Where, wherever they play. Wherever, wherever the Blackhawks the play. play. Or yeah. Um, Fine. All right, that's 20,000. 20,000. Right. Who knows? What it is is it isn't the size of the constituency of elected officials in this country who engage in... Well, not as direct and open anti-Semitism as Louis Farrakhan, but let's let's be honest: the uh, do racial dog whistles, along with the anti-Semitic dog whistles, right. are loud right. and clear. Come on, Soros, Steyer, Bloomberg buying yeah. the election. Come on, this yeah. is from Glo Republican global elites. Globalists. Global it's, yeah. it's outrageous that, to suggest that, that, that Farrakhan has the same kind of power as he these. He has nowhere near nowhere that power. Near, but, right. the but, but the thing is, and I think that you were touching on this, he's not using dog whistles. He's overtly <laughs> right, anti-Semitic. Right, right. So it's so much easier to point a finger and say, he just called Jews termites. <laughs> right. Yes, he's an anti-Semite. He is, but he is in his 80s and has no power and influence. He's not an elected he, official. He doesn't show up at the, at the Democratic National Committee. I mean, he's not at the Democratic no. Convention. He's not no, campaigning. No, he showed up at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Right, okay. So you want to fill us in on, you, you heard a very compelling reason why Farrakhan was at, was at Aretha Franklin's funeral, not because she was a follower of the... Of no, because that's what famous black people do. <sighs> they go to one another's funerals. So... Aretha's, Aretha's family may have said, we really don't want Louis Farrakhan here, but they didn't. Or they may not have. have. Right. 
Or they may not have. Or he just showed up. He just up showed up, and right. And it's a funeral, and they said, oh, Minister Farnham. And why, why, or, why court the trouble of telling him he has to leave? But, but because one of the leaders of the Women's March right. refuses to repudiate Louis Farrakhan, mm-hmm. then all of the left is tainted with this brush. Just like Linda Sarsour, another leader of the Women's March, is anti, anti-Zionist. Right. She's anti-Israel. So all of the left now is anti-Israel. <laughs> because if you dare march in the Women's March, then you're supporting Linda Sarsour. Sarsour right. And Tamika Mallory. Right. Which is it's crazy that, that the, it's way. crazy that it's crazy that all these folks do this because when you turn around and you say, Well, what about all these racial, anti Semitic, Islamophobic, homophobic, climate denying things that is the mainstream in the GOP now they say, Well, I don't support everything. Right. It's a, it, you right. know, it's I mean it's the hypocrisy and the double standard, which is obviously Nothing and it's new. it's it's mind numbing and and also the people who say well, anti semitism is nothing new. It's been around forever. It was right. You know this is not something that was started by Trump. That is true. Anti semitism has been around forever and it wasn't started by him. However, it's undeniable. He has created he has created a climate where anti semites feel emboldened. Fifty seven percent increase in twenty seventeen. Of anti-Semitic incidents. Yeah, 57%. But you know what else is galling? What? Uh, Naftali Bennett (laughs) came to Pittsburgh and when was presented with the fact that anti-Semitic incidents have risen 57% uh, in 2017, and this is uh, research done by the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL. Right. Do you know what he said? You know what he said. He said, oh, I don't necessarily believe those numbers. (laughs) So essentially, in his broken English, or maybe not he's broken, not broken English, English. He isn't said, he from California? No, no, he's not original. He spent some time in New York, but his uh, parents are Americans. Uh, maybe that's true, but he he's Israeli. So in his with his understanding of of America and of he said the world, he basically, he said, basically fake news. said fake news yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, the cynicism. This is what we call fake news in his. No, it, the cynicism is out. Is of this is all completely outrageous. I mean, this is so, the see no evil, hear no evil. Trump moved the embassy to Jerusalem, kind of thing. Right. Um, so although I will say, Julia okay. Ayafi really took a lot of heat when, on the day of the shooting, she tweeted, "I hope the embassy move was worth it." But which was, I think, extraordinarily insensitive, and I'm a huge fan of Julia. I think she's a great writer. We've met a couple of times. We've been on. We've shared panels together. I think she's incredibly talented. However, that being said, I do think that there's a certain see no evil, hear no evil. Oh, anti-Semitism has been around for a long time. It didn't start with Trump. It's not going to end when Trump leaves office, and so on and so forth. It's All a certain kind of delusional. Matt, Mike Brooks, Matt Brooks, the guy who runs the Republican Jewish Coalition, said, "Oh, you know, we thought that the president uh, responded to the to the massacre right. in Pittsburgh appropriately, and he spoke so well, and so on." This is this is really right. like putting. Your, you know, hands over your eyes and your fingers in your in your ears because you don't want to see anything, you don't want to hear anything. It's it's insane. It, it's insane. It's totally and, and insane. What kind of bizarre world are we living in when the government of the state of Israel right. refuses to acknowledge 
anti-Semitism as it is. And what was Bennett what, doing here? What exactly was well, it that he was doing? You know, he came to comfort the right, families. Right, he's the, minister, the minister of Diaspora, of diaspora Affairs. But diaspora I, Affairs, yeah. It, to me, it was... He should have stayed home. It seemed like he a political stunt. But, I mean, of what, course what, it is. what was it that he had to offer? His comfort? Well, he's apparently giving cover to the administration. <laughs> he's, he's putting a Jewish stamp on the administration's anti-Semitism. Do you think that that was coordinated? Or you think they just felt like that was something we should do because Trump's been friendly I, to I us? Don't th- yeah, I think the latter and not the former. I don't think it was coordinated. I think that they're actually huge Trump supporters right. in Israel. Meanwhile, no the, politician the of either party would go would go to Pittsburgh with Trump. Because they're not everybody is as craven as yeah, but Naftali Bennett. I don't know. Mitch McConnell, not craven. Paul Ryan, yeah, not uh, craven. So how do you explain I it? don't know. I don't know, maybe because they, the, cause maybe. as we started this conversation, the Republican National Committee has gone straight up, alt-right, yeah. neo-Nazi, pandering to the worst racial uh, instincts of their of their racist base. It's, so, it's stunning. So maybe this was a, was this a bridge too far, even for Mitch McConnell? Well, you know, look— Killing Jews, I guess, is a is is a bigger deal than fulminating against. It's a bigger deal than. Look, just a couple days before, weren't two African Americans killed at a at a church, or was it? Yeah. Where was well, no, it? No, no, it was in the Kroger oh, near a church right, because right. the gunman first tried to get into the church, okay. which was so, locked. But there's so but then he went and killed. Yeah, Pittsburgh's been over. Pittsburgh's completely overshadowed that. But we had an entire week of insanity. But I don't. I, I I'm. I'm. I. I don't know. I, I. It's this. It's like something. I don't know. I, I. And you know, there was another shooting in Florida yesterday at a yoga. Right. It was so, Friday night like a at yoga, yoga studio, and oh, that yeah. was Friday. Yeah. I'm, that that guy seems like he was in 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 incel. He was an he incel. He was an incel. He was, I didn't, yeah, read, I didn't he, read about he, it. it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an accident that he went to a yoga right. studio. Yo- and he yoga killed two women. piss him off. Right. He killed two women. And I think that there were other women there who prevented him from killing more people. This is, but yoga pants upset him because it, they represent what is unattainable for right. him. But he's in, involuntarily celibate. Is some huge number of these guys <laughs> on the... Neo-Nazi alt-right spectrum of politics now, which is increasingly yeah. mainstream, yeah, are it's unreal. Are, are are just misogynist. They've never they've never had any success with women, right. and and this is how it manifests itself. Well, if you remember, Stephen, last year we kept. Talking about how we wanted to talk yeah. about incels. And then some other like, craziness oh. would happen and we would get derailed. We're like, next week we're going to talk about <laughs> incels. And then something else would happen. We're like, oh, this week we're going to talk like, about incels. And we never did. But like you said, the involuntarily celibate. So this is a group of people who years ago would have just been loners by themselves in their own shame over the fact that they could right. not find women who found them attractive. But now, now they have because of the power of the internet... They gather together, <laughs> and they even have a freaking manifesto. They have some pseudo rules and and principles that they believe in, and it's just like, no, you're a loser. Right? Women don't like, like you because, because of your, you're a loser. because you're because you're a loser. You're maybe <laughs> if you weren't a neo Nazi, you, you might be <laughs> more attractive to, to, to young women. That's true. 
The other thing, and, and Jordan has done some research on this because he finds the incels to be fascinating right. as well. One of the things that they believe in is that not just any women should be, they should be able to have sex with any women. They have to be good looking. So it's not enough right. to have any woman to have sex with a woman. She has to be attractive and she has to be willing to give herself to the man. It's like, dude, lower your standards oh, you know, a little I did, bit. I read, lower your standards. I read it, there are plenty of women out last there. Last spring, there was an article about women who give themselves over to this movement and, like, in total submission. To men, it's like this traditionalist movement. It's really demented and weird, man. This whole you thing. Know where, you know where that's. You know where that happened regularly was in Nazi Germany, where women were encouraged to have many Aryan children. Right. So there were places to go to meet women who were just ready to bear kids. Ah, this is so... But this isn't even bearing children. This is is just like, you need to have sex, and I'm going to be the one to let you have it. Like, that's insane. Right. Well, you know, it does speak to um, how young men become radicalized in that they are unable to... You know, the mythology about um, suicide bombers being coaxed into doing it because they'll need, you know, virgins in heaven... And so on and so forth. This this kind of stuff is cross cultural in in a lot of ways. It's super frightening. This guy came into a yoga studio. Yeah, to kill to kill people. just to kill women. Yeah. Dude, well, it's, it's the same. How's that any different than the guy who went into a synagogue last right. weekend just to kill, kill Jews? Jews right. Or the guy who went to a black church to kill black people. No wonder like, why my shoulders are so tight. I'm fucking <laughs> stressed out about. Every like every yeah. Oh my god. It, well, this is the. But you know what? It's all Farrakhan's fault. The big day. It's all Farrakhan's fault. Oh. You know, if he wasn't such an anti-Semite, none right. of this would happen. None of it. None of, none of this would happen if only the left would denounce the anti-Semitism. It, it of was Farrakhan. it was extraordinary. Within a relatively short period of time, probably under an hour after yeah. it became clear who had perpetrated the. Shooting in Pittsburgh, you started to see on social media. Well, there's anti-Semitism on the left as well. That's yeah. that's extraordinary. Yes, indeed, there is anti-Semitism on the left. Just look at what's happened in the Labour Party in in the UK, captured by the far left, and there is a serious problem with anti-Semitism there. Yeah, um, nobody's questioning. No that. question about it. But um, as we said on last week's episode. Uh, the person who went into the Tree of Life synagogue was someone yeah. who is motivated by right-wing radical ideas. Can't we just leave it at that and say this incident and a number of other violent incidents that have happened in the United States in recent years have yeah. been predominantly perpetrated by people on the right um, but, but by saying, but even by engaging in this conversation, in the line of argument, by taking up this line of argument, we're ignoring the incidents as they occur. Let's just, instead of, obviously we need to contextualize where this is coming from, but let's look at the Pittsburgh killing yeah. by itself. Right. Let's look at the pipe bombings by themselves. Okay. What were the causes of these incidents? <laughs> Could you? Like, let's just focus on that. Let's... 
like put aside Louis Farrakhan for five dude, seconds. The, the pipe bomb dude was driving around in a van <laughs> that had all this pro-Trump stuff and also oh like God. prominent Democrats in like a Target. <laughs> like, and that was okay. But of course, I mean, free speech and everything. But there's people, a certain thing about incitement, especially right, in this political people, environment. But there are people on the right who say, like, oh, well, obviously that's a false flag. Who right, right, so right. Blatant, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so blatant that it was a plant. It's like, oh, can we just accept this for what in it is? In one of these crazy places <laughs> that Trump had one of his hate rallies, they were interviewing people who were waiting to go in, and they were like, oh, it was totally done by the Democrats. Yeah, this is a cult. And we, it is a cult. Again, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. They need to be deprogrammed. I don't know how that's going to happen, man. They just need to keep hearing the same messages but they, over But they and don't, over because again. if you have Fox News on all the time. You're right. You're right. And you know what I'm sick and tired of? You know, turn. I'm absolutely sick and tired. This is what pisses me off. Farrakhan gets yeah. you going. This is what drops a quarter in me. Um, Ooh, I like that expression. The, so... Lou Dobbs had on that crazy dude oh. from Judicial Watch. And so, you know, there was all this criticism. Fox News has a Lou Dobbs problem. And then some anonymous person from Fox News is like, oh, you know, we're so embarrassed by this. There are hardworking journalists here and so on and so forth. Well, there are. Give me a – you know what, dude? If you were a self-respecting, hardworking journalist, you wouldn't work at Fox News. I'm sorry. If I had a choice true. between working at Fox News and doing and, – Anything else? I would do anything else. I, Can it, we just? Talk it's like it's like the op-ed. It's like the op-ed from the uh, from the anonymous senior U.S. government official yeah. saying, "Oh, we're 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 trying our yeah. best to keep the president from his worst instincts and so on from and so forth." From the inside, Bull. Yeah. At this point, Nonsense. dude, if you're if you're a journalist working at Fox News and you're embarrassed by Lou Dobbs, you, you, you've yeah, had enough evidence over the years. Where you can make a decision. I realize that life is tough. You got you got to feed your kids and so on and so forth. But if you had an ounce of character and integrity, you would you would speak resign. out. You'd resign. You'd speak yeah. out. You say this is propaganda. Resign. This is this is a cult of personality. This is anti-Semitism. This is racism. This is Islamophobia. This is the worst of the worst. And I won't there be a part so of many- it. There are so many things to dislike about Lou Dobbs. His it's not even Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs is Wait, a hold on is a, a second. I want is but I want to talk about Lou Dobbs. It's the for people who who continue to say, "I'm a hardworking journalist at Fox News, trying to bring the news to the American well, we people." Know that that's, we know that that's it's a total self justification bullshit. Fox News isn't real news. It's it's entertainment. It's not news. But I just want to talk about Lou Dobbs for <sighs> one second because you know what really upsets me about him. The hair, <laughs> that hair color. I was about to Where say like the pancaked, from? the pancaked uh, um, uh, makeup. No, no, the hair. Because all of a sudden he's got like this. It's, his hair is like getting blacker. Oh my god! It's really weird. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's got to go. He he's got to no, go. No, but he won't. He won't go. No, because no, you're right. And you know because what? Because there's a segment of the population you know, that watches Fox him. business. Is crazier than Fox, I think. I don't watch. Who knows? You know, I used. To, I told. I, I, I might have mentioned this before. I used to watch um, the O'Reilly Factor on rerun at like eleven thirty <laughs> at night. This is when I was in grad school, and yeah. Lauren would roll over in bed and she'd be like, "What are you doing?" And I was absolutely <laughs> fascinated by O'Reilly because. He would come on and he'd say, this is the no spin zone. This is where you're going to get the unvarnished oh, truth. Such nonsense. And 
what he fed people was a constant diet of half truths and spin. But by over and over again emphasizing that this was the no spin zone, people came to believe this nonsense. And he was That's the most Orwellian. trusted man in American news. That's crazy. Crazy. That's I mean, I'm going to tell you, my, I'm going to spin shit for you, and I'm going to tell you that there's no spin here. Right, and it's not just I mean, the it's not just the bumpkins. It's not just the hillbillies. I mean, think about it. You know, everybody's got an uncle who has gotten dumber by watching Fox News constantly. I, I told you when I've traveled and I've been in places that are outside the Northeast corridor, or like you know, major you know metropolitan areas, yeah. concentrations. You go, you know, you're staying at the local Hilton, and it's That's Fox News on. is on in the yeah. you know. Yeah. You go to yeah. an airport in Texas. You know, I hate the TVs on in the in the terminals, but you know, it's all on Fox News. You know, I went to a pizza place in my neighborhood yeah. that is no longer in existence, and I walked in. Which and one? Fox News is on. I'm, uh, I don't want to disparage the the dead, <laughs> but I, I thought you were going to sell Carmine's. No, you know, if I'm lowered down, that can't uh, sell So, like, if you're, in, I see, I see, okay. So I walked in there. This is a year and a half ago. And Fox News was on. You know what I did? Walked right out. I turned around. I walked right. down. I'm like, I'm not sitting in there. Right. I'm not sitting in there. Right. I don't need pizza that bad. Huh? Mm. And now they're out of business. And you know what? It bumped me out that they were out of business because they were in the neighborhood right. for a long time. I don't but know. If, I'm, time, if I was jonesing for a slice and I walked in and, it, and Fox was on, I might still get a slice. Well, it depends where. <laughs> Depends how good the quality is. You know, that, that overpowering urge, you know? I need a slice, and I need it now. <laughs> I, might, I might compromise my, my political principles. I have I to be know. honest with you. No, even a good, I mean, it would have to be a really good slice. <laughs> if Sal and Carmichael, if those guys had Fox News on, I'd totally eat it. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm, you know. Yeah. But, there's politics I mean, this, and then there's slices. And there's politics in their cells. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, Tuesday is nuts. Tuesday's a big day. Yeah, listen big to this. Day. Listen to this. this. This group from Texas is coming up to Washington, and they requested a meeting with me on Tuesday morning. I was like, don't these uh, people vote? I was like, it's an they, effort. They it's, a, it's, a, it's a conspiracy to get me to not vote. They want to meet at 9 o'clock in the morning. Maybe they voted early. You know what the is problem with Texas chance? is, from what I understand, from a, from friends who live there? It's not well, so much that everybody is so, you know, red, Republican yeah. red. It's that it's right. a low voter state. People don't well, vote think, in Texas, so only the crazies year, vote. No, I think this year they have a huge early voting. No, 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 I know, but in the past... Yeah. In the past, it's not it's not so much that it, it you know it's such a Republican state. It's that people just don't vote. Nobody votes, and but so the, so the real lunatics too. come out and vote. How awesome would it be if Ted Cruz lost? It would be, but I don't think he's going to lose. I don't know. I think I feel like Beto's got a lot of support. And my sister in law posted that she you know their recent transplants from Atlanta to Dallas right and any either place would have been great for them to vote but she yeah, she posted photos of herself at a at a Beto rally I was like nice I, I really think he's captured people's imaginations and I think he could win. add him to the list of twenty twenty candidates if he loses yeah if he loses 
That would I be like thirty. There's gonna be like thirty run. Democrats running for president. I heard Farrakhan is gonna run as a Democrat <laughs> because that's really what he you is. You know what is good news in the Senate? Um, in the Arizona race, Kristen yeah. Cinema, who I actually know a little bit um, because she right. was on a trip to the Middle East that I was the expert resource on. Um, she was running neck and neck with the Republican, and then the Green Party candidate dropped out. Yeah, which was polling like six percent and said support Kristen Cinema. They could pick up that let's seat. Hope, That's pretty cool. That, let's hope that her supporters actually listen. Right. And vote don't and, don't stay home. Oh, there's no difference. But I think that's I think that's the message that we're gonna end with today. Vote. vote. Don't stay don't home. Don't stay home. This is too. Whatever you gotta do, go and vote. Mm, please vote. Vote early. Vote early. Vote often. Voter <laughs> <gasps> fraud. Chris Kobach's yeah, gonna come get you. Most importantly. Most importantly. Vote blue. Vote blue. Vote blue. We got to put a check on this. Yeah. Our checks and balances have been broken. We got to put the... We got to get a check back in there. We are the conscience of the nation, and we're telling you. Uh, That's what I've heard. Vote. I mean, people have told us that. (laughs) Lots of people are saying that we're the conscience of the nation. Everywhere I go. I see billboards. Everywhere. (laughs) People stopping me. Aren't you the conscience of the nation? I heard that the caravan needs to get here in time to vote. (laughs) Which is insanity. I mean, what are they, 900? Now they're 900 miles away. Last week they were 1,000 well, so miles away. That. If you are here and you don't have status, you can't vote. <laughs> but the people in Minnesota, vote. the people in Minnesota are going are gonna to elect that racist dude because the caravan. Yeah, because he's going to mass troops on the southern Minnesota <sighs> border to keep the caravan out. Seeking asylum is not illegal, people. No. It is not. They don't have to get it. Anyway. Exactly. Every country has a process for asylum seekers, including this one. We do not have open borders. We don't have open One thing I do want to say. What? Our president, well, the country's president, feels that borders are sacrosanct. Yet tax laws don't <laughs> seem to be. <laughs> Excellent point. I mean, come on. Borders, sacrosanct, tax, tax laws? laws? Nah. 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 Something to avoid well, at all No, costs. but remember we discussed this a few years ago. It's tax laws are not, you know, they're for suckers. They're for suckers. Well, but if I wanted to offshore my money, and now yeah. I'd be arrested in like five minutes. Right, because small potatoes. <laughs> man. It's like, it's like the banks. If you take out a loan from a bank, and you cannot repay it, the bank is going to foreclose on you. Right. But if you, if the bank gives you like, like $50 a $6 million, billion dollar loan. And you, can't, and you can't repay it, you own them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Then the bank is, is willing to negotiate. Dude. All right. All right. That's I it. Think we're, All right. Everybody go out and vote. Week. And if you don't vote. Vote right now. Vote. If you don't vote, we're going to be mad at you. Don't listen to us. If you don't vote, don't listen to exactly. us anymore. Just stop. Exactly. All right. All right. Vote. We're Goodbye. Out.